Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Kelly Gay, who is the first female that was awarded the John M. Lay Leadership Award. Congratulations and welcome, Kelly. Thank you, Lee. Thank you so much. Now, uh, before we get too far into things, can you let our listeners know a little bit about your career? It spans uh, a year or two in the, in the history of Atlanta, the technology scene, but you have such an interesting background. Can you share a little bit of the highlights? Yes, absolutely. Um, so highlights, I, I, my Atlanta and my non-Atlanta uh, portion of my <laughs> career, my non-Atlanta portion of my career essentially exists of um, IBM starting as a marketing rep or a sales rep at IBM and departing after 19 years with IBM from Atlanta, actually, by then we've been moved back to Atlanta um, or to Atlanta, uh, departing as the vice president of media and entertainment for IBM. And that meant serving the industries that made up media and made up entertainment, not, not you know, dealing with the media um, in in uh, terms of marketing, so always field facing, always customer facing. Love that. Um, and then in Atlanta, I have run um, two venture back companies and sold both of those two public companies. One was Knowledge Storm, one was OmniLink, and then I was asked to sell the public company to another public company, which was Sierra Wireless. Um, out of Canada. Um, and that has all occurred while I've lived in Atlanta. I would say the most significant part of my Atlanta uh, tenure, though, has been the joy and the involvement I had had in this Atlanta technology community. Um, Lee, as you know, I've been very involved in the Technology Association of Georgia over the years, um, Venture Atlanta, where, well, I was the chairman of of TAG. I was chairman of Venture Atlanta, involved in Onboard, which is an organization focused on women, um, moving women forward in both their leadership opportunities as well as helping them get on boards. And then TechBridge and um, um, early days with Sidetrack and Atlanta CEO Council and the ATTC, et cetera, et cetera. Just those are the kind of things that this technology community affords all of us. And I have taken full advantage of it. Now, how have you seen the community evolve over the years? Uh, I know uh, women in technology, uh, we've been involved with that group for a long time. And that was the, you know, born because of the lack of women uh, in technology and they needed a place to kind of hang out together and help each other. How have you seen uh, kind of females fare in technology over the years? Great question. If you don't mind, I'll start with technology overall in the Atlanta community and then um, add to it with the uh, what I've seen for women because it's all a continuum. Um, when I first became involved in the Atlanta technology community, which is the 1999-2000 kind of time period, fabulous entrepreneurs, fabulous companies. You know, that was the heyday of 
of um, ISL and internet security systems coming of age, and certainly um, MSA um, and er, you know big early successes. Lots of fabulous entrepreneurs and executives, but it wasn't all bundled up, shall we say, as a community that relied upon each other and built off of each other's successes over time. It was a little more Wild Westy just because that's where we were at that time in terms of the development of the technology community in Atlanta. What I see now is a clear understanding by the leadership and the um, base technology base of people who work in this industry in Atlanta, a clear understanding. We are all pulling each other up. Every company that succeeds pulls the rest of the companies up. Every venture firm that has um, a, a great exit or invests in a unicorn or leads a unicorn um, benefits the rest of the venture community by virtue of the airtime that it creates for the city and, and um, that investing community overall startup community. We are second only to New York, so I guess we're third, and San Francisco, uh, but we're in terms of raw volume of startups, um, that's heady company that we're in when you're when you're being mentioned and have that kind of success in the startup community. And then we have a whole set of organizations and community um, well, community organizations that support that community, the startup community, and those entrepreneurs. And what I see is it's all we're all working together to create this phenomenal technology community that Atlanta has, which then leads to women. Um, we have got so many, just so many talented, capable women leaders, women executives, women CEOs. Um, women engineers, uh, it can go on and on in this city. And I think the technology community, the business community overall, and our industry here in town have all rallied around. This needs to be a moment to start recognizing, and I don't mean with awards, I mean recognizing the talent and the contributions that not only women, but all underrepresented communities in this, in Atlanta can can contribute to our growth and our success and on um, the brand of Atlanta community, uh, technology community. And I've said a number of times, if we can't in Atlanta take advantage of the fantastic, underrepresented, very diverse, very broad technology community that we have here in Atlanta, what city can? Um, and I, you see it all coming together. And, and that does include womenly. Now, um, do you think that something that um, kind of leans in our favor here in Atlanta, and I think Atlanta is unique compared to the other cities you mentioned that are the, kind of these startup communities, in that Atlanta has such a diverse economy and there is, there's multiple industries that touch technology and it's primarily B2B. Like there's not a lot of B2C companies in technology that are the household names, but there's a lot of B2B companies that are kind of running maybe those B2C companies <laughs> or, they're, or they're the kind of the background of those B2C companies. But the fact that it's B2B maybe kind of a little more anonymous and not kind of front page news that it allows um, leaders to kind of jump maybe from one company to another a little easier here in Atlanta than maybe in, in these other areas. 
Yeah, I think there's there are both good and bad to what you just said in terms and you know somebody who's on the other side of the equation as you just outlined it would say there's good and bad on that side too. Um, I actually don't think that this Atlanta commu- technology community uh, in general I don't think I don't think we dump jobs like in general like you see happen in San Francisco. I do think there is a higher level of you know, loyalty, we'll use that word, or commitment to what you're doing. And part of it is we're not as big as San Francisco or the New York communities, because we're not as big a city um, in terms of technology. And the respect of the community matters and your reputation matters. And people are aware of that. Additionally, we have a pretty youthful community here, which is a great strength of ours, um, just a fabulous strength of ours. And many of them are joining smaller entrepreneurial companies where they can make a real difference. And then you're very invested in the difference that you make and and you become a critical, a critical part of the success of a company. And people aren't going to switch jobs when, when that's your situation. So those are the good things related to... Um, the B2B and the size and scope of what we have. You are right. We are more the things that make it all work. There's nothing wrong with being the things that make it all work, like tech being so, so big in this city, with us being the number one financial payment processing clearinghouse, Atlanta being the number one, Georgia really, because there are some outside of Georgia, some outside of Atlanta, the number one payment processing clearing um technology station, shall we call it, in the world. Um, That's not glamorous. That's not fancy. But it generates billions and billions of dollars of revenue, some of which, much of which gets infused back into the Atlanta community. So I do think there are some things that, no, we don't have the the big retail names or the big consumer names that do give you a brand glow that's a little harder to come by when you don't have it. But, but, you know, to me, the B2B element with Atlanta overall. We're a very functional city. We're a very practical city. We are um, pragmatic in our approach. We're not showy in general as a city. It all fits together to me. Yeah, and I I had a funny thing happen to me. I was doing a broadcast from uh, FinTech South a few years ago, and that was a global conference and people were coming from all over the world to come to Atlanta. And I would ask some of these people who were that when they were leaving their country and they were saying, Hey, I'm coming to America for this big global fintech conference. And, and I said, when you told them you were going to Atlanta, did they know like, what was their take on that? Because I'm sure their assumption was, Oh, this has to be in New York or in Silicon Valley or in Boston. But Atlanta, you know, for people who don't know, like you said, this where the where where all the action is in that space. But it's not just common knowledge, and and it's frustrating. I remember at the time when you were beginning, um, you know, Atlanta always had kind of a chip on its shoulder that, hey, why aren't we getting any of this attention? There's a lot of great things happening here, and it, it's like you said, when we're the people that are running kind of the companies that are making headlines, it's frustrating that we're not getting our due. But I think, but just by doing the, you know, grinding and doing the blocking and the tackling of the work, that it is starting to come, uh, you know, everything is kind of leaning our way nowadays. So many people are exiting and staying here and doing more to help the community grow. It's really a, kind of a golden age, I think, for for the city when it comes to technology. 
I completely agree with you. And on a point you said about people growing and being successful and then staying with the city, um, we're so fortunate that we have people willing to do that. That is how San Francisco became San Francisco, is in terms of technology, is this you know wealth of knowledge and capability and expertise that stayed there and grew the next thing and the next thing. So we're very lucky on that. It is frustrating at one level that we we have to beat the drum seven times more loudly to, to get the do that we are worth as a city. That's bad in terms of the contribution we're making to certain industries. Technology is one, but communications is another. IoT is another distribution technology. Um, transportation, I mean, there are a lot that we're a great hub for. Um, that's bad. Uh, the good of it, however, is that we don't have a hyper- we don't have a tulip bulb bubble occurring because everything is here in Atlanta. It's more rational. It's more pragmatic. It's a step at a time, a company at a time, a person at a time. Um, and so it just generates a better result in terms of our growth. Yeah, and like our foundation is strong and it's diverse so that it can withstand, a, you know, a downturn in any one given market. We're we have enough uh, infrastructure here that's going to support us. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And our infrastructure, you know, we're a we're a backbone to so many of the things that travel on the internet just quietly, just quietly in the background, being this this you know infrastructure city. Um, that, that makes the internet work, makes companies work, makes payments work. Um, no, I don't know that we mind being just this quiet, you know, megatropolis um, in terms of technology and that contribution, because we wouldn't attract the companies that we have been able to attract to this city. All we were doing was yelling about the fact right. that we were here. Well, and you're seeing the ripples go uh, beyond Atlanta uh, in terms of the uh, southeast now in Nashville and Birmingham. Chattanooga, there's other kind of uh, areas sprouting uh, in technology. And, you know, we might have been the catalyst to get it going or at least kind of have people looking in this area of the country, at least. Um, but you're seeing some of the ripples, uh, you know, appear throughout the southeast. You're right about that. And while not every city recognizes that Atlanta is a bit of a hub, not, with, not that we're the only ones in the southeast, there's one or two, shall we say, in Florida, um, and then burgeoning, burgeoning success in Nashville and um, Charlotte and that kind of thing. But if you look at, for instance, just Spencer Atlanta, we had um, over 400 applications from 16 states to come to Venture Atlanta. And any venture conference in the Southeast will tell you that Venture Atlanta has figured out the formula to, to showcase Southeastern companies, certainly Atlanta-based companies, both early stage and more growth stage companies, um, over 60% of the presenting companies on stage at Venture Atlanta, of which there were almost 100 presenting companies, 91 overall, but of that 91, over 60% were from 12 different Southeastern states with a little bit over to the West as well. Um, and get this, late 59% of the um, president of the Companies that ultimately presented were led by underrepresented founders. Back to where we started with 
both women and diverse populations. Um, and we in Atlanta can can attract that and showcase it, which yeah. is very unique among the Southeast. And not only unique, it's important um, because there's a lot of folks out there that fall under that category that um, deserve a chance to be seen and heard. You're completely right. I wish I'd been to the punch on that. Critically important. And beyond the critically important, you see, Atlanta has always had such great corporate leadership outside of technology as well, in terms of being good citizens, being proper shepherds of the human race. And you see companies overall, yes, many in technology, but many not in technology. And then many consumer brands, for instance, looking at each other and saying, you know, we've got an obligation and an opportunity uh, to do better for our company and our community by lifting up this population of diverse, talented people that we represent. And you see it happening all over the city. And technology is just one of the places that it has been smart enough to take advantage of the uh, great base of both leadership and um a um, base of employees from every walk of life. Now, if you look into your crystal ball, uh, what are you seeing coming into uh, 2022 and then beyond uh, as we hopefully get out of this pandemic and then we go back to some sense of normalcy, if, even if that normalcy is just dealing with this kind of an endemic at this point? Right, right. You know, I think we all would like to believe there will be a moment it's over. I think we all would like that we're desperate for that. I don't, I do think we're headed towards an endemic, but I don't think it's going, and it will, you know, the flu is an endemic, colds are an endemic. There's a set of things that you can just not wipe out. The flu is a great example, Um, but we manage it and we manage it fine. Um, I think technology stands at a, you know, wonderful place in terms of being able to, deal with whatever comes our way because people can work remotely. We have the technology to work remotely. We are all about providing um, populations with the ability to do your job with with great tools from wherever you are. That's a great strength of technology. Um, uh, much of the work shifts, much of the work of technology companies being able to do that work from wherever you are and you know so many collaborative tools and and capabilities for those teams to work collaboratively um i think that we will so i'm not worried about technology industry in the population of industries that atlanta and it's very diverse um set of industries uh, represent we'll we'll be fine as an industry I think that our big industries, let's just use fintech and payment processing as an example. I think those will continue to thrive because there is no question that scale drives scale. Um, And I hope it continues at a rate that can be consumed properly by the city, by the employment base, by the um, number of companies that are created so that we don't create, uh, you know, the equivalent of a, Dutch tulip bubble um, and cause ourselves some trouble. I don't think it will. We're just too practical, a city, and um, too diverse for us to to lean all in on one thing and create a problem for ourselves. Um, So I do think scale will continue to drive scale. 
I think that the our diverse population is a gem. And I think there are many technology companies realizing it's a gem. And they, as a group, that is a gem of humankind that other companies in other cities would love to be able to replicate where they are, but they can't. And so you do see a fair number of companies, yes, many of them are smaller, um, moving to Atlanta and Georgia, but certainly at the Atlanta metropolitan area to be able to capitalize on the opportunity of having a diverse workforce, which, you know, has so many benefits. It has so many benefits to your current employees, you know, who want to live in that kind of a world. Um, and so I do think that we'll see companies continue to, to move to Atlanta to participate in this in this fabulous environment that we have yeah i mean it's it's a true melting pot and i've been fortunate to do some of the radio for atdc and georgia state university's entrepreneurship uh institute and to see those the startups that come out of each one of those are totally different even though they're just a few blocks apart you know from (laughs) they're just down the road from each other but it's a different group of people, a different kind of mission and different kind of activities that interest them and they're good at. And it's just fascinating to see them both have a place to grow and learn and people are investing in them and helping them get to new levels. And I think that that is, uh, you know, that raises all boats, that kind of effort and that type of collaboration. I think that's what uh, we need here in Atlanta more of and that's what the country needs as a whole. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And you said an important thing that the populations are different and the support and raising up is probably a little different, but the strength is in all of us. Um, no one of us. The strength is in the strength is in the diversity. And I mean that broadly, um, not just underrepresented communities. And that's an important point that you, you just made. Well, thank you so much for all that you do, and congratulations on the John Imlay Award. Uh, We really appreciate you and uh, your work here in the city and beyond, and um, if there's anything we could be doing for you, please let us know. Um, We think your work is important. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Lee, and thanks for the time. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you next time on Atlanta Business Radio. 